well, guess what? Right. You're probably not listening to them. You're probably ready to react versus um, actually understanding them. So we are giving you right. guys the opportunity, instead of talking to your girlfriends about what your man got going on, or instead of talking to your homeboys about what your girl got going on, we're going to talk together and bring into the forefront issues, troubles, situations that occur more frequently than they should and get an understanding right. as to why and what we can do to prevent them and learn to talk to one another instead of our friends. So it's right. not we always going to be it. something. Yeah, right. It's not something that, you know, you're going to want to hear because sometimes the truth hurts, but that's why it's called the truth serum. Truth so, serum, yeah. Hello. Tonight's topic <laughs> is, is dealing with communication breakdowns. And mm. we will have our guest, Ralphie Ray, as well as Ty Pratt in the building. So you guys, you definitely want to be here. Let's give it up for them. Yes. Come through. Come through with the come through. Too cool dudes. They're too cool dudes. Yeah, too cool for school. <laughs> if, we are so silly. If you guys are listening right. and you'd like to chime in, go ahead and give us a call. The number is 515-602-9647. Once again, the number is 515-602-9647. And when you are in the queue, go ahead and press the number 1. That way, we'll know whether you want to just listen to the show or if you actually have something to say. Now, Tasha, you can go ahead and tell them about the ads and stuff. Sure. If you're looking to advertise on the show, <laughs> please send an email with the subject ads to info at simplybreed.com. Yes. And I right now, we did. actually... You did. You 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 did an amazing job, Tasha. I'm so proud of you. I'm always proud of you. Yes. Um, right now we have some. Hello. Okay. I don't know what's going on. We may be having some technical issues. As I can't hear my host, and I don't know if she can hear me.
12 on the track, crazy man. Damn, Swami. She smoking on weed. She know that I got it. So fresh and so clean. She know that I got it. Take her ass over sea. She know that I got it. She fucking with me. She know that I got it. She smoking on weed. She know that I got it. So fresh and so clean. She know that I got it. Take her ass over sea. She know that I got it. She fucking with me. She know that I got it. Going insane, changing the lanes in the game Won't sell myself for no fame, I never would change The paper I'm trying to attain, riding around in the rain And I'm going dumb, bitches be showing me love As soon as I step in the club, she step to the front Cause I'm a celebrity crush, so you know she fucking with us It ain't no rush, I know it's hard for you to trust You can leave if I'm holding you up, or we can discuss You rolling, we making love, so baby just hop on this bus Baby let's meet, let's take a trip overseas Fucking you good in the sheets, I pay the fee I know that that pussy ain't free, you good if you fucking with me Oh, yeah. She know that I got it. So fresh and so clean. She know that I got it. Take her ass over sea. She know that I got it. She fucking with me. She know that I got it. She smoking on weed. She know that I got it. So fresh and so clean. She know that I got it. Take her ass over sea. She know that I got it. She fucking with me. All right. Um, pardon the technical difficulties. Tasha, you there? I'm here. All right. <laughs> I am so sorry, everyone. I don't know what happened, but we figured it out. And so the show... Must go on. Must so go let's on. just go ahead and bring our yes. guests up yeah. without further delay. Um, the one and the only, Ralphie. Welcome to the show. Hello. hello. <laughs> Thanks for having Look, me. Look, I know how to do the applause. How are you this evening? Right. I'm great. I just woke up from a nap maybe like an hour or two ago. I feel, I feel refreshed. Oh, I feel rejuvenated. I, I definitely needed it. <laughs> Oh my okay. gosh! Listen, I can take I'm a nap right like now. an adult nap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I love nap. I, sleeping is my thing. Like that's like I'm a professional at sleeping. That's like I'm a, I just love sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if that was sleeping a and eating title. are my favorite. My favorite thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> I love it. So let's go ahead and jump into um, this topic. Sorry for the delay, you know. Uh, Karen, no, it's totally fine. Know. I, I know it happens. Yeah, then damn so, Karen. Damn Karen. So, okay, I'll go ahead and <laughs> kick it off. Um, right. What What would be some reasons why there would be a breakdown in communication in a new relationship? versus a relationship that's been going on for, let's say, like a year or two years? Well, I feel like the issues will probably be the same for a fresh relationship or an old one. Um, communication is always key, and I feel like if you want to know something, you ask. And, and, and those are things that if you feel that you should be telling your partner, um, you should also right. let them know. I feel like nothing should be hidden because I feel like then, you know, then that will create a hidden agenda. And that's the communica- miscommunication. Everything will start going downhill from there on. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, well, okay. So, 
I'm really good at communicating. Like, I'm on a radio show, but <laughs> I'm really good at communicating. But what <laughs> if I get with someone who is a poor communicator, good person, poor communicator? How do you make that work? Like, any suggestions to the per- to the poor communicators? Um, I feel like with that, like, it, 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 I've been in those situations every time, whether it's a friend, somebody I'm talking to, a family member. Um, sometimes you just can't really get it out of them. You could ask all, all the questions. You could um, mm-hmm. text them, see them in person. Sometimes, like, you know, if, if they don't want to communicate, that's really hard. You can't really, like, force somebody out of it. Like, right. Maybe they don't want to, though. You know what I mean? Maybe they want to. They just yeah. don't know how. That that's also a thing, but then at the end of the day, you know, we're adults, and I feel like if you can't communicate effectively, then you won't really be going anywhere. So I would say, like, if they they lack communication skills, this is their loss. And I mean, I'm sure you could try to help and and guide them, but I feel like if it if it seems too forced, it'll come to a point that they'll probably like start lying in order to show that they're fake communicating with you. And you know, we don't want to get lied to. Mm. Nobody wants to get lied to. No, right. nobody wants to get lied to. We don't want that. Have you ever been in a situation where um, there was a form of miscommunication because of maybe someone misreading a text message and, you know, they felt it was one tone, but in actuality it was something completely different? Oh, yeah, all the time. um, I feel like I communicate very effectively most of the time. I'm always very talkative. I like to, like, know everything about, about all my friends, about about who I'm dating and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. there, there's some. Sometimes they say that I look into things too deeply, and I feel like no, I just want to like, I don't want to like get the wrong communication or the the wrong impression. Like I, I want to know everything through and through. Like no, no innuendos, you know, like just just straight up answer. There's no need to lie, you know what I mean? Or like, or need to like beat around the bush. Like, right? You know, I, I, I could, I could I... take, I could take the hits. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> That's big too. Being around the bush, so God knows. Mm-hmm. That was just getting ready to say that. Like, what do? Okay, how do you handle someone misconstruing what you said or misinterpreting what you meant? Like you said it clearly, but they uh, they clearly took it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Well, the way I do it is, I will try to explain it one way, and then they don't understand it. That way, I'll, I'll find another. Then I try to tell them to put themselves in my shoes. I will come mm-hmm. up with at least three ways. And mm-hmm. I feel like if, if you can pick up at least one of those three ways on on how what message I'm trying to throw out to you, then I'm not even gonna like. I'm just let it be. I'm not even gonna like keep going at it because I feel like no point wasting <laughs> both yeah. of our time at that. <laughs> right, right. You're like, you know what? Just let let me let this go. <laughs> like, all right, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let okay. Just don't let it happen again. Right, yeah. Right. Okay, but now we're talking that probably personally, but what if that person is a coworker or even a supervisor? Right. Mm. Damn. See, I wouldn't really know how to deal with that because I don't never have like a, <laughs> that kind of issue. I was, I would be, I'm always well behaved at work, and another type of work mm-hmm. I recommend. I work, I work better independently. So, like, I will ask every question I need to ask in the beginning, so then I could take it on from there and handle it on my own. Um, but I always, I always say, like, you know, if you have any, you, you ask questions, you try to find different points of view. And I feel like, you know, it, communicating is really straightforward. And, and, and it, 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 it really bothers me how some, a lot of people don't, like, they don't know how to communicate effectively. And, and it's, 
I feel like I keep saying communicate effectively, communicate effectively. I'm trying to find other ways to say that without sounding too repetitive. Right. That's okay. Mm. It's the truth. Well, you know, that's what it is. That's communicating. I'm meant to be asked and answered, you know, like, I feel like that's, that's, the, yeah. that's the key right there. Right. You well, know, okay, so you, you said that. we don't have the answer. Go ahead. Right. That's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, what, I mean, do you just let it slide if you don't, if you don't have the answers? Or do you tell the person, hey, you know what, I just don't know. You know, can you be that straightforward with somebody? Uh, I honestly can. I honestly can. So I feel like it bothers me when nobody could be straightforward with with me because it's not a hard thing to do. You know, there's there's no need to, you know, hide anything. I mean, sometimes people, some people will lie to you to um to keep you protected in other ways. But I'd rather I'd rather be. How's how's that saying that like the truth hurts and you rather like you rather hear the truth and it hurts than a than a lie that's gonna like keep you there and like confused and floating in limbo. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, would you say you've always reacted um, in a positive way when someone shares difficult information uh, with you, or have you ever had any type of negative response or affected response? Yeah, all the time people always say that I always look too deep into things, and and I, my intuition is, is is very strong. Like I, I know when um when something is not going right or, like, when the vibe is off. Um, so they always tell me, oh, you're looking too deep into it. It's not that serious. But it turns out that I was – nine times out of ten, I was usually right. Sometimes I, have, I could have overreacted, and I, I probably, like, will say things that I shouldn't have said, and I will, like, you know, taint the relationship mm-hmm. of any sort. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it's always, you know, I, sometimes I overspeak too much. Sometimes I say too much. Sometimes, like, I'm never going to have to say a little bit or less or give, like, a really vague and simple answer. I want the person to understand it through and through. Right. Mm. Well, I wish well. you would have told me that I was going to have technical difficulties. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, well, we have... What I want to know, though... Hold on, Tasha. Okay. We have two callers in the queue who are currently listening. Nice. Now, I don't know if okay. you're just listening, but if you have something that you'd like to add in, go ahead and press the number one, um, and then we'll go ahead and try to get you guys on. But right now, I'm just going to assume that you're just listening. Okay, go ahead, Tasha. Yeah. Okay, well, what I was going to say is, since Rossi seems like a great communicator, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. But you're also I try. A, I you're try. also a man. You look. You're Uh-oh. also a man. So I'm, I'm gonna give you credit and take it back. Uh, <laughs> um, it's women, fine. Women I, I, know, I know men. Be, uh, yeah, right. I, what you don't take my question away, Rafi. But <laughs> <laughs> men, men have, seem to be less emotional than women. So I hear. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in a commun- if you're in a relationship where where two parties are able to talk to each other openly and freely, but women get really emotional by what you said, it may not affect you or you may not even think that it would affect her like that. How do you like, you know, soothe that wound? Like cuz you you may not I'll give you a good example. Women have a tendency to come in, and if you we're in a ro- uh, open relationship, and I say, "Hey, babe, how does this look?" And because you're so mm-hmm. used to being free and open with me, you may say, "I think it's ugly." 
and I'm expecting yeah. you to be like, you look beautiful or whatever. You know, that, <laughs> that's also a form of communication. So what do you do as a man? Because, you know, we need to hear this because sometimes we come, I mean, and I want you to be honest because sometimes mm-hmm. women come asking you guys for stuff that you just can't do. You're not able to give. So if that's the instance, say that too, okay? <laughs> oh, no, definitely. Um, well, first and foremost, like, you know, me being a cancer, like I, I am very intuitive, very emotional, and I also grew up around women, so I know how they work. Um, even though I don't, oh, okay. them, I, I still I still understand how they work. You know, I have two sisters. I live with my mom right. still, so like, I know mm-hmm. I know how to work and work on it. A lot of my close friends are also female, so I, they sometimes they right. present me initial, they'll present initial to me about a guy that they're dating or something. And yeah, that could be so very emotional and dramatic at times, but I feel like well, Rafi, it doesn't have I, to be just male and female. I'm sorry to distru- interrupt you. It doesn't have to just be male and female. It could be any male and male, female and female, any, because one part of the party is will misconstrue or change what you said on an emotional level. So if you're the emotional mm-hmm. person, yeah. how do you take that? How do you take it if someone's not so, giving you? Um, so, so, so like, if, for example, you mean like if I'm wearing something, I ask somebody how it looks like and they say it's ugly. Um, I mean, to each his own. If I if I think if I think I think it looks good on me, I would um definitely go with that. But I, I will also ask other people other than than that person because sometimes, like in the example of when a girl let's say is wearing a nice tight dress and then her her boy, she will ask her boyfriend how does it look. Maybe he thinks it's too sexy and he he will tell her that it looks ugly so she doesn't wear it in public and get attention. But mm-hmm. I feel like a man that mm-hmm. that communicates in that way is a man that is not secure with himself. Because there's men, I know men that, oh. that let their girls go out in crop tops, in shorts, looking really sexy, showing a lot of skin. And, you know, he's, he'll be right there next to her holding her hand. So, like, even though people will look, people are going to look regardless. You know, at least people will know, yeah. okay, she's, she's with this man and he's allowing it and it's okay. All right. Okay. Mm. You better go ahead, Ron. <laughs> listen. Listen right. now. Come on, right. Atlanta. I'm sure there's a lot of women that would love you. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. I want okay. the both to be there. I'm dying to be I know. Listen, okay. How do you, when you're at your breaking point, how do you gain control? How do you not manage? How do I want to say the last part again? Sorry. How do you not smack a bitch? Well, I... I I I I have control with my hands. I I know how to keep my hands to myself. Um, my mama always <laughs> told us, oh, us only hit people they hit you first, and which is I feel like it's yeah. good. <laughs> so I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't smack somebody because they are not communicating correctly. But um, I think I I do a lot of meditation. I try to relax. I'll I'll, I'll try to vent to one of my mm. friends. Um, I I will like try to cool down, do a lot of thinking, and to see if the answer could be sent to me from like a higher power of some sort. Mm. Oh, okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do too. I really do. Buffy, you seem like a Thank very you. intuitive person. So, oh, with I, your I, intuition, I do you ever use your yep. intuition to purposely push people's buttons? Mm. No, but like sometimes I, I with my intuition, like it will let me just turn. It will let me just. It will let me just turn. Oh, I don't know if it's not from my door. Is it my cat? I don't know. Um. Uh. So my my intuition will let me know if a person is good for me or not. 
Um, I and I don't. It's not. It's not that it will. It will um, push the button, but I just feel like my intuition will like do something in a way that it will like push them out. They're not good for me. I also do a lot of praying. And I will. I will ask God like, oh, if this person is not good for me, just simply eliminate them out of my life. And they would right. actually be eliminated with, like within a week or two after I say that prayer. Mhm. Wow. Okay. That means Rafi is not a petty person. Rafi, is not we all know if we can be friends. A petty, no, a petty no, person. Oh no, no, petty, that petty. Trivial. Very mature. I never, I never been the type to be petty in any sort of way. Like I, I could be um, spiteful, but not really petty. I mean, I don't know. That maybe that falls hand in hand with each other. Yeah. Yeah, spiteful, hmm. spitefulness and pettiness kind of go together. But I'm, I'm petty. Yeah. I'm, ooh, I'm, I'm. A, well, yeah, I'm petty, petty. Sometimes you have to be petty to, to have them understand. Before we go to commercial, guys, um, and switch over to Ty, we do have a caller uh, who has a question or a comment, so um, let's just bring them on. Hello, this is The Truth Serum with Tasha, Simply Bree, and Rafi. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello. All right, so I guess they just want to listen. All right, well, that's perfectly fine. Um, What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and we are going to swap the two out, and then we will come right back. And, oh, by the way, we have our announcement for who won the follow, tag, and comment contest on He Said we will be winner momentarily. So, you guys, make sure you stay tuned, um, and we will be right back. The purpose of Girls Who Brunch Tour, a 501c3, is to cultivate, inspire, and empower at-risk girls between the ages of 9 to 17 years old. Today, girls are very impressionable. This demographic of girls is being exposed to bullying, human trafficking, self-esteem issues, and underestimation of self-worth. Through Girls Who Brunch, we provide vital tools needed through literacy, education, life skills, and health and wellness to help girls become leaders and difference makers in their communities. For more information on how you can become an ambassador, attend one of our virtual at-home 21 city experiences or donate to the organization. Visit www.girlswhobrunchtour.com now. This is an Ananak production. Coming soon. Cheating. Creeping. Getting caught. The Liar's Den, Cheating, A Rude Awakening, written by Reed. How will you handle the truth? Pre-order your copies at jampublishing.net. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I got it all under control. Woo-woo. 
If you guys are just tuning in, thank you so much for joining us. You guys could have been anywhere listening to anybody, but you are here with us, so give yourselves a round of applause. Yes, honey. You have tuned into the Truth Serum. Yes, right? The Truth Mm -hmm. Serum uh, with myself, Simply Bree, as well as who? All right, and uh, if you guys were just listening before commercial, we have Ralphie on the line with us, and now joining us this evening, we have our second guest, Ty. Welcome to the show, Ty. How are you? I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? We are awesome. I'm awesome. Tasha, how are you? Are you awesome? I am. I'm awesome. Always. Okay. Okay. Wow. Awesome. awesome. (laughs) We're going to let Tasha set it off. Go ahead, set it off. Tasha, set it off. Set it off. All right. So, you know, this whole thing is about communication. <laughs> yes, I heard. I got a couple of things that I yeah. need to uh, uh, jump in above, but I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. No, no, no. If you, you know what? No, don't wait because what what happens is we lose our train of thought. So while it's fresh in your mind, go ahead and bring it to us so we can – Give our feedback too, because we never really get to give our feedback until the end. So come on, Ty, give it to okay. me. Well, um, when you was making the comment on that men are not emotional and uh, that we are not a oh, good <laughs> I did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but um, I highly disagree. The only simple, the the way I put it like this. The, the system from the time that you are young until the basically until you die is geared to women allowing a platform for y'all to be emotional and it's, it's socially accepted to every demographic. Now you look at commercials, you, you look at books, you look at artistry, you look at everything as a global um, system, you see that women are more open to emotion. Now on the back end, you always see a man being strong, sturdy, and keeping up the head of the household. You don't ever see a man break. But then when you paint the picture of a man showing emotions and breaking down, they paint that picture as being weak. Now, being in a relationship, most women say, like, oh, I want you to be more emotional or be more open with your emotions. But then when you express your emotion, it's not received properly. So why would men actually open up when we don't have a platform to open up to? Mm. Kind of quiet. Okay. Kind of quiet there. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, I wish okay. I had crickets. I'm That's sorry. the next one I got to get. I was going to say, come, come at me. I mean, I felt that, like, that was his ministry, and I felt that all in my spirit. <laughs> he, he couldn't wait to come off to just, just, just get that oh out there. I, I don't blame you, Ty. That's a good one. Get off. Yeah, like, I heard that. I'm like, I'm like yes, I, 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 I got to go on because it's, it's unfair yeah. to keep making them statements that is yeah. not true it's because true. there's a lot of men out there that would love to show their emotions to break down and to just say, like, honey, like, I had a bad day. But let's I'm going to be honest. Like, how rare would you actually be accepted to your partner walking in the door and say, honey, like, I have a breakdown? Your first thought is going to be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Not me. No, no, not me. Not me. I'm, not me. I'm mm-hmm. all ears. No. I'm I want a man to express himself because 
to me, I feel like if I can help him, even if it's just being quiet right. and letting him, and I have that type of mindset where I want to fix stuff too, but I also know that sometimes men are mm-hmm. just expressing themselves to get it out of their system. They're not looking for us yeah. to actually do something about it. They just want to be heard. So right. I'm all for it. Go right. ahead. Tell me all about today. What, what's, yeah. the, what's the whole name? <laughs> Listen. Yeah, exactly. And then not only that, but okay, so this is my turn on it too, my take on it, is that just like there's a negative connotation on a man being emotional, there's also a negative connotation on a woman being strong, especially black women, because black women, you know, the moment that we show that we, we show that emotional hand, we're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, crazy loud. Like, oh, we gotta be strong. We're loud. We're yep. crazy. You know, da 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 da. So I, I mean, the sword hangs both ways. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. So definitely. I get I mean, it. I understand. Like, I actually just had this conversation with my partner. Like, in in society, like, I can't show my anger because if I get too passionate. It's not looked in a way that how I'm trying to express myself as being passionate. Right. It's being showed that right. I'm, I'm an angry black man. So on every right. single day, on every single platform, I can't openly express how I truly feel because even if I want to, I got one thing going against me. I'm a black man in America, and regardless of how you look at it, it's not going to come across being like, oh, my God, he's passionate about what he's saying. Like, no, it's just going to be like pretty much you're an angry black man. Now, right. Can I step my baby toe in here? Because I've experienced yeah. this. Just like how black men have this this image of being an angry black man, guess what? Us black women go through the same thing. I ran into a black guy yeah. who, when I shot him down his, his sexual advances, he looked at me and said, oh, no, 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 don't, don't, don't be a black woman. And I said, well, what's that supposed to mean? All wow. black women are okay. angry. That's what he said wow. to me. Angry. All black women are angry. And this is, unfortunately, when it comes to other countries and those who are from other countries and other cultures living in the United States, that's the image that they have of black women is that we are always angry. And that's why black men don't like us or black men don't want us. So it's like the both of us, men and women, are battling this same, this same image, this false image of right. who we really are. And then... Yeah. Yeah. Right. We don't get to be our true selves. You can't exactly. be too sensitive either, because then you you're busted exactly. in tears, you're a crybaby, you're overly sensitive. So it's like, okay, right. where do you want me to be? So yeah, that's just my right. baby telling it. That's your baby. Toe. I mean, me personally, I, I, I appreciate mean, you, baby. I mean, me personally, being black, white, Hispanic, it doesn't really matter. I don't really like too much emotion anyway, so I wouldn't be. Like saying if you black, white, or Hispanic, that uh, you being too emotional. I, I don't. Me personally, I don't like too much emotions anyway. Mhm. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Mm. Well. Okay. So, with that being said, I'm sorry, Sabrina. I I just had to ask. <laughs> oh, she just called my girlfriend out again. This her second time. I'm y'all. sorry. God damn it. <laughs> Straight for what it is that I want. I am so sorry. But what he says about being uh, um, an emotional person, like we're talking about emotion in in the context of communication. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So are you a petty person? Nope. I am not a petty person. How do you deal with petty people? I don't deal with them at all. One, I definitely put them on their bullshit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like that's, you're being that's, that's, Thank that's, you. He's like, that's just it. I was waiting for him to that's say more. Right. Oh no, that, right. That's me too. Really, <laughs> I don't waste like, my time with No, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't waste my time on people that one overly talk and don't show actions, and I definitely mm-hmm. don't waste my time on people that's petty. I got mm-hmm. too much going on. Why should I sit there and waste my time on people that is not giving me the energy that I need to receive? Right. Yeah. Right. So let me ask you this, and if you don't deal with petty people, and a lot of the times the people that are that could come off as being petty are the ones who have issues admitting that they're wrong, why do you think it's hard for people to just own up to their mistakes? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, simple fact mm-hmm. that they probably don't even know that they're making mistakes. Um, me, personally, I'm not the one to sit there and pass judgment on anybody if if anybody want to admit their flaws or their uh, faults, I'm I'm always open to hear it. Uh, but I would mm-hmm. never call anybody on their bullshit. That that's that's not my place to actually call people out on that. But right. if I see like a close friend of mine and if they constantly making mistakes, I will pull that person to the side. I'm like, is there something going on? Do you want to talk about what's going on? Because I'm I'm seeing that your actions is not matching your words. Uh huh. Hmm. That's a grown man thing to do. Right, that is definitely a grown man thing. How many people do that? Uh, that's, that's, right, that's mature of you. <laughs> like, yes. that's abnormal. Like, how many people actually do that? A lot of people, when they go and they hit low, they go and hit low too. And it's just like, okay, at one point, is, is anyone going to be an adult about it? So, yeah, no, I, yeah, you know I what? I commend you on that. that. Let's, let's... Yeah, that's, yeah. That's to being grown a grown man about life right there. So mm. Thank you very much. Right. You're welcome. Yeah, you know what? That you're giving some good advice to some people that are listening and need to hear it because you don't always have to follow behind being petty. Like some people right. are emotional and that's their first that's their first line of defense is Mm-hmm. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to be in my feelings, and when I'm in my feelings, my way of ad- ad- attacking or my action is to be petty. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm. And I, okay. I do a good job recognizing yeah. that when that happens, and I don't react. All right. All right, I got a good question. Okay. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm always ready. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm always ready. Give... Right. Give me your definition of what good communication looks like to you. Good communication will look like to me understanding both parties have two opinions and they both agree to hear one another but not agree on each other's topics. Having a good communication, ah. understanding that two walks of life, two different people coming into a a circle of a agreement with one another that sat down verbally said that we will work together and understanding that you are different and I am different and mm-hmm. your opinion and my opinion are both valid, but we don't have to agree on everything, but we do have to listen with both ears. Mm. Yes. 
That's the mm. truth. You sound like you wrote that definition like you were just ready for that. Right? <laughs> I was like looking the for way it, like is it in Webster somewhere? Jesus, he was like, I was waiting for this one. No, like I knew she was gonna ask you. Oh, okay. How do you deal? How do you deal with difficult? How do I deal with difficult coworkers? Honestly, there are people, so I let people be exactly who they are. I mean, there's there's no point. So for me, it's like this: there's eight billion people on this earth. For me to sit there and entertain every last one of them, it would be a waste of time. So however you accent, I don't care if it's out of character, angry, if you're being loud, obnoxious, whatever the case may be, that's your problem. I'm not going to take on your problem because it's not my problem. And if you try to force it to be my problem, that becomes an issue. But whatever Mm. you're doing in your own lane, that's your lane. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. He said, stay in your lane, Tasha. Stay in your lane. In my lane. Yeah, don't be be swerving (laughs) on the line and coming over here with all of that. Stay in your lane. I get it. Listen, I'm with you. (laughs) Well, I got to stay in my lane, but that's why you're not here. Stay in your lane. Hey, okay. Okay. Um, No, I'm going to let Tasha go ahead. Go ahead, Tasha. I was just going to say, what have you found as your greatest challenge in communicating in a relationship or in business? Mm. Um, having, pe- having people listen. Um, a lot of people say that they listen, but mm-hmm. don't really mm-hmm. listen. And then I have to repeat myself over and over again. And then I find myself getting frustrated because now the the attention of, of me giving information is not being received. Because they said they were listening, and if they were listening, they would have heard what I said, and now i got to repeat myself. And I find myself getting right. frustrated, and I have to teach myself that they might not react or receive the message that I'm giving them in the same format that I would normally do. So if somebody tells me something once, I got it, don't repeat yourself, I totally understand. Not everybody's out there like mm-hmm. me, so I have to be a lot more patient with people and even kind of bend even my rules sometimes to repeat myself multiple times and be patient. But I do got a three-limit rule. If I say it three times at mm. that point, I'm, I'm pretty much done after that. <laughs> I oh, wow. Out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Strikes I'm, you out. I'm done after that. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> okay, so okay. let me ask you this. Okay. Um, because you seem very, like, all across the board, like check, 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 check. Have you always been this mm-hmm. way, or did this come with growth and and life experiences? Um, I always been like this, but in my younger years, I did suppress who I really was, so my brother mm-hmm. can actually excel in life. So for a good oh. five years of my life, I wasn't the person that you hear now because mm-hmm. I will always outshine mm-hmm. my brother. And I never want my brother to live in my light. And he never had his name. They will always call him my tiny little brother, tiny little brother. So I, I will always live my light to make sure he shines. And then after that, I was just like, you know what? I mean, I get this one time, and like I get this one time. I can't dim my light for everybody. So I just end up just being who I am. And um, unfortunately, he kind of caught up. I mean, we still have our touching goals issues on certain things, but 
I made it a point in my life that ain't nobody going to stop me from shining no more. Like, I'm I'm going to be who I am. I'm going to say what I got to say. And if people like me, right. then so be it. If people don't like me, then that's fine. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Okay. I mean, take me for who that I is. am. Step your game up. I Listen, you shouldn't have to dim your light for anyone, family, no family. If they want to be mm-hmm. where you are, then that you got to put forth that effort. You got to put forth that dedication and that drive to get there. I mean, just because exactly. you dim your light doesn't necessarily mean that they're really up there. You just you stop exactly. doing it. Right. So, so in right. reality, I mean, they're not accomplishing anything. They're still at the same starting level. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, um, yesterday, Bree show her guest said that men look for the three Bs. Oh, beauty, yes. body, brain. And beauty, so, it's the push, beauty, yeah. body, and brain. That's what he said. Okay. So, okay. if men look for beauty, body, brains in a woman, say that that woman has all three. However, she's not fully complete in the brains part because in order to be smart, you need to be a good communicator also to be able to effectively say or learn what you need to learn. What if, you, what if your spouse or significant other had all three but half of one? <laughs> How do you deal with Dang that? Like, she has the beauty. Well, you know, she's not a good communicator. Yeah. She has so, everything else all in checklist. Let me just jump on this real quick. So one thing that I learned is to say that to be a great communicator, my, my honest um, belief is like this. We all communicate. Like, every last one of us right. communicate in the way that we only know how. What you're trying to say is, why don't they communicate in the way as your other partner? So now that's where I have an issue with. Now, I know how to communicate mm-hmm. the best way I know how to communicate. My partner knows how to communicate the best way she knows how to communicate. By sitting down and talking about that, that's how we have an effective, uh, effective communication. Now, my partner is... I, I, the reason why I wear her because she stimulates my mind. Like, that's the first right. thing that I go for. Like, you have to have an intellectual background that is going to stimulate my mind because if we can't talk about something that is significant, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm gone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if you got a body, like, from here to God knows where. It doesn't do nothing for me. <laughs> if intellectual, if you're not, mm-hmm. like, above me or on my level, I'm sorry. So communicating that word, we all communicate, like every last one of us. We all communicate in some mm-hmm. form or shape or something. The mm-hmm. only thing that we don't do well is listen. That's mm. where we need to start being a better, not a better communicator. We need to start being a better listener because we got this idea of whatever a relationship is, whatever life's supposed to be like, but I even said this earlier to my partner. A relationship, however you want to look at a relationship, is between some people, rather it's two people, three people, or four people. However you want to build your relationship, that's your relationship. And you start from the foundation of understanding what a communication is in that circle, however that may be. Mm-hmm. Maybe your partner might be very good at communicating how they feel when it comes down to sex, or maybe your partner might be a great communicator on showing you how they feel when it's time to cook, like, 
there's so many different forms of communicating. We just got to open up our eyes and receive it in so many different ways. Just like teaching, there's so many different avenues to teach. There's not one way to teach somebody. So there's so many different right. ways to communicate. So that's how we got to look at it a lot better, not in a way that there's one path, but there's so many different avenues to communicate. Mm. Oh, okay, so I actually have I like a question through <laughs> our website, simplybree.com. Um, the person says, how would you suggest communicating with someone when they have discussed with you the way they prefer to communicate, but when you do, I'm sorry, but when you do it, they still do not communicate effectively. Then that person probably don't know what they need. Mm. They're not listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what, basically what Ty just yeah. told me. Ty just taught me. Ty said you got to be listening. Okay? <laughs> so if they're not listening, they're not learning right, then you need to teach it's, them some other exactly. kind of way. Exactly. That's what Ty no, just dude. said. I learned, girl. <laughs> Oh, my God. There's also a a key component is a lot of people say so many different things, not even knowing that they don't even know what they truly want. To understand to be an effective communicator, first and foremost, you got to know you. You got to know what what makes you upset. You got to know what makes you tick, what makes you happy, what's your triggers, what's your turn on, what's your turn off. You got to go through all the cycles and find out what's really effective for you and then you got to start practicing on yourself on how to do that. You got to be the vocal person in your own life to speak up and hold yourself to accountable for your own actions. Right. Yeah, but people don't do that. No. So what if, okay, so for you, you said that you don't care too much for, for all of these emotions, like being extra, extra emotions, uh, expressing yourself and your feelings too much. That's just I'm summing it up. That's not your worst per se. But if if the person that you're dealing with, let's say they speak through their emotions, that's how they communicate to you, but that's not what you would prefer, how would you deal with that situation? Like wouldn't that kind of open up the door to miscommunication or a lack of communication? No. No, because just, just like how I said, like, I, if my partner only knows how to show me um, their affection or communication through emotions, then I have to mm-hmm. listen that way. I can't turn yeah. it down because my personal belief that I don't like emotions, then that kind of contradicts me to what I believe in. If my partner can only show me how to communicate is through emotions, I got to put mm-hmm. my personal to the side. And listen, because there's going to be some vital information in that that transfer that I need to listen for. And then after that, then mm-hmm. we can talk about, like, did you have to, like, do it that way? And if she says, like, okay, yes, like, then I'm like, okay, cool. There's no argument, because if that's the only way that she knows how to communicate, I'm not going to shut that door. Because then now, if I shut that door, we won't have no communication. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we yeah, do have, so. we do have. Um, there was a question um, from one of the listeners who says, "What do you mean by you not being into emotions?" So I'm going to bring her up. 
Um, she goes by the name of Mosa. Mimosa, are you there? I'm here. Okay, so you said, what does he mean by he's not into emotions? Did you want to elaborate? Yeah, <clears throat> because when I heard him say that, I was like, well, wait a minute. We all, male or female, <laughs> whether you tend to think that's your emotional list or you don't have any kind of emotion, I mean, you feel sad at some point in time. That's an emotion. You feel happy at some point in time. That's an emotion. You feel angry at some point in time. That's an emotion. So when you say you don't do emotions or you're not into emotions, like what what are you pertaining to as far as like relationship? Like you said, in conversation with your significant other, if that's how she communicates, you have to put your personal beliefs aside. So what exactly, like my question, like what do you mean that you're not into emotions? So curiosity, when you said about we feel like anger and happiness and stuff like that, is it safe to say that we are reacting in a certain situation in that time to whatever current event? Like let's say that we're having like a birthday party. I'm reacting to the environment to be happy. That don't mean that I have to feel happy. I am reacting in the environment of being happy. Mm. Okay. So Does that answer? It's more reaction. Most of the things that we are doing is a taught trait. A a a true emotion is not necessarily registered on any any radar. Everything that we do is going to be a reactive. We put words behind reaction, like when we hug somebody, we are feeling their emotion, we are happy and stuff like that, but it's a reaction to that person. It's not necessarily we are feeling anything, we are just reacting, and then we just take on from that. Our first response is to react and then fill in the blank based off of what we were taught in that moment. Mm. Interesting. Mm. That is interesting because as an you know, as an empath, as an individual who is an empath, I feel other people's emotions. I can feel other people's emotions and what they're you know, what they're sensing and how they're feeling before they can even approach me. I can feel the energy in a room before I enter that room to know whether or not I'll either want to go in that yes, room I, or not I go in that do. room. Okay. I agree with you that on so, in that sense. I'm right there with you. I feel the same way, but the word feelings is just our biological energy is just being radiated in that room. Some some people's energy is higher than others, so it's very easy to, or for most people, or some people, it's, it's easy to pick up on that biological clock of energy of being overwhelmed or underwhelmed. It's just like walking into a room with the TV, not necessarily being on, but you can feel and hear the electricity coming from the TV. Mm. Okay. I like that. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a bunch of stress. I mean, I mean, to take on other people's energy, to be able to really like to to be that, I'm gonna say sensitive in a sense to to feel other people mm-hmm. and in and how what emotions they're expressing without actually expressing them. That would drive me yeah. crazy. I think sometimes I become overwhelmed by somebody else's energy because it's just too heavy. And 
that's mm-hmm. when it's time to clock out. Yeah, like yeah. clock out and separate myself yeah. because it, it can be it can be overwhelming. Like especially if you're that yeah. type yeah. of person who is always wanting to help people. Like you will put people before yourself sometimes. That that mm-hmm. itself is it, just it's just too much. So kudos to everyone who has that ability and owns it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, yeah, that's just that's that's all that I have to say about that. Um, but okay. yeah, it is heavy. <laughs> it is heavy to deal with. It is. Yeah. It's very heavy to deal with. And when you learn mm-hmm. what it is and how to deal with it, then you understand. You also learn how to cleanse it so that you're mm-hmm. not walking around with it all the time, and it's not in your mm-hmm. head, and you're not. And you're not, you are not the person who is reacting, like you said, or reacting or feeling other people's, can I say this, shit, okay, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In, yeah. your, in, your, in your life, okay, or you're not expelling other people's shit in your environment. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm all set. I learned to cut people off. And, and it's going to sound harsh, but, like, if I notice that someone is always negative, I don't need to be around that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to be your healer. I'm not trying to be your punching bag. I will be doing you a, a great deal of service by exiting stage left. So, mm-hmm. speaking of exiting stage left what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick break and we're going to bring Ralphie back on and we're going to go ahead and get this group discussion started so if you guys are listening definitely keep calling in with your questions like I said if you have a question or you want to make a comment call 515-602-9647 and press the number one that way I will know that you actually have something to say If not, then I will assume that you just want to listen, and I will allow you to listen. So, this is the Truth Serum. I am your host, Simply Bree, and I have who? Tasha. And we are going to take a quick, quick song break, and we will be right back. So, you guys, stay tuned. The success you seek will come at a great cost. But for everything found, some things must get lost. If I knew then what I know now, I'd tell myself, life is a gamble, but you can never cheat the coin toss. With each win, there is a loss. There will always be more for you to do, but you have to push through what you have to push through. Lately I've been having conversations and contemplating all with myself now. Damn, what am I doing wrong? Reminiscing on summers in the kitchen with naked women. They counting up chickens down, man, it's been so long. Why does shit go left when you trying to live right? Everybody trying to tell you how to feel. Trying to shuffle through this thing called life. It's hella hard because one thought's wrong and it gets you killed. That's why I'm past the aggression but passive aggressive. When it comes to lack of respect, then I have to protect. And if it comes to packing and attack, then I have to confess that I will. Thank you. 
Fighting with some decisions while trying to stay persistent with your route shit. They say you don't know how to act, bitch. But she don't understand that music makes me happy. What happens? When I'm not on the road, when I'm not in the yoke, when I'm not doing show shit, then think about it. Yeah, I'm not fucking hoes. I'm, I'm just out doing work. I'm accomplishing goals. Let go communicate with some fornication. Look, girl, I'm sorry. Probably think out the mind, but 24 just ain't promise. The thought of me wasting time makes a nigga want to buy me. Then clean it up and go hide while listening to the cottage, too. Hey, yeah, I got that money on my mind. You feel me? Shit, I'm trying to be the best that never lied on the track. On the track. Hey, can you believe that? Can we achieve that? What mind and our bees wax and counting up these stacks? You know money ain't the thing. I'm scraping up some changes to eat. Just to sit up on the fucking shelf Said a nigga gotta shine up on nothing else Hey, cause I'm that nigga, that nigga The different one, not the little that never been with the chill or child I ain't got no fence to the one that Everybody calls a real nigga I'm just trying not to be a real nigga Real nigga, yeah. yeah Last night I had a vision That I was dead broke Didn't even have a penny Got up on my ass and said Drelly go and get it Yeah, I'm talking to myself Cause he the only one that listens Praying to the Lord, hoping one day he forgive me all these sins I committed. Drugs, money, and women gotta take me from a flower, cause I'm all me. If there's a heaven for a G, I need a motherfucking key. Talk to him now. Talk to him now. Welcome back yeah. to the Truth Serum. It is I, yeah. Simply yeah. Bree, and I have who, who's now live with me? Tasha, Tasha. I got Tasha. Who else I got up here with us? Ty. <laughs> Tasha, Ty. <laughs> and who else? Ty. <laughs> Ralphie. Ralphie. He's up here. Um, Ralphie. Ralphie, are you there? Okay. No, I was talking the whole time, and, and I, I just wanted that I had my phone on mute because I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> Um, but yes, I was listening the whole time. Say, he gave he gave great answers. Yes, I was yes. Say, all oh. students present. All yes. students whose name get called, please stay present. Jeez. Right. Listen, you know, students are present. Look. Okay. <laughs> so tonight's topic is dealing with communication breakdowns. Um, have you guys ever been in a relationship before, and it just seemed like your partner? They sucked at communicating. Like, that was, like, the worst thing ever. Like, you were always getting into arguments, and you knew it was because of them. Either they were misunderstanding, they're assuming, Mm -hmm. or because they don't know, they just just want to argue with you. I would say all the above. Yeah, I've been in those situations various times. Okay, so we'll start with Ty. Tell us about... Tell us about a situation where it could have been resolved or even avoided had they just either listened to what you were saying or spoke up and expressed how they felt. Um, wow. Well, I don't know which one to pick from. Me, 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 my, me, my. So, all jokes aside, I mean, I, I might, you know, kind of bash my my partner, but she is very lovely. Like in our early age uh, stage in our relationship, um, she came into the relationship with the idea of her thought of a relationship and trying to put it on me. And mm-hmm. I definitely came in open it and tell her telling her how I see the world and how. Just who who am I as a person? And like I said before, like 
she heard me, but she wasn't listening. So that mm-hmm. caused a lot of issues in their relationship. So when we would get into arguments, I will always say, like, well, that's not me. That's you. And her mm-hmm. response was just to keep going, like, not in, in depth into it, but she would keep pushing the issue, keep pushing the issue. When I already told her, like, I hear what you're saying, but she was looking for a response like her for her mm-hmm. to see the validation of what I or what she was saying that was receiving to me. And I, and I told her, I, I heard you. I, I understand. But because it wasn't the same way that she will respond, she mm-hmm. thought that I was being passive aggressive or I was being pretty much dismissive. And that wasn't the case. It just, I understand. Like, I don't need to go in more details about it. Um, I would say about right. the, the early age of our relationship, it was like touch and go. Like, we argued like almost three three times in a month on, on oh. average. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew it came from a a a spot that she was loving and adoring and it and it wasn't trying to be pretty much malicious to me. It was just she, mm-hmm. she was just trying to understand me but also trying to understand herself in a relationship. So I kinda looked over the emotional outburst and mm-hmm. after that she came down from the emotional roller coaster, we had a civil conversation. I like to call it a logic mm-hmm. conversation. And mm-hmm. we came to the understanding mm-hmm. that we both saying the same exact thing just on two different wavelengths. Mm. That makes sense. That's a good way to approach it, too. It is. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Tasha, what about you? What was your experience? Mm-mm. Can we go to Rafi first? Okay, Rafi, <laughs> what about you? <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Can we go over the, what is the question again? Just, just tell us about a, a time when you were in a relationship um, and you guys just you, you bumped heads. There was always miscommunication, a misunderstanding on their end, simply because they either were not listening or the way that they were trying to express themselves was just not the right way or it was just confrontational. Oh, I got the perfect one for that. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> so, um, somebody, somebody I was talking to or will say dating for like, I, I will say five years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I, every time I would like, I w- he was always saying that he was going out with friends, and I don't know something always seems fishy to me. And like I said, you know, my mm-hmm. my intuition is never wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. One time, um, I decided to look at this person's phone, and I know you know that's like oh. very frowned upon to look at somebody's phone. Oh so, no! Don't so, do it. <laughs> so when this person was sleeping, um, I I did that, and I discovered everything I needed to discover. Um, you know, cheating, lying, like, you know, talking to other men and going to like uh-huh. sex parties and all that stuff. All behind Ooh, my back. Oh, oh, they was having fun. Yeah. Fun, they, fun. They, they, Not they, just they, fun, they fun, done, fun. Yeah, they, he could have done right, that with by himself, but um Right, yeah. Um and that, and then this person one time also, um I mean, I'm not saying any names, so I could uh, I could air no. out all the, all the dirty laundry if I want to. So, oh, um, this person one time he ended up catching. He, it, it, it went downhill. It went downhill for me when I, when I felt like that I needed to look through that phone when this person caught an STD, and they try to blame it on me. And then I, when I when I when when I went to get tested, I'm like, so how come I don't have any STDs and you do? Yeah. Like, why, why, it, it won't be from me then. Who you caught it from? Because. So that's when I decided to look at this person's phone, and then he tried to. Say, his, this person's answer was very stupid. He was he was saying that, oh, that's what you get for looking through my phone. 
What? Like dumb. Like what? Like ha ha. I wonder if you try to like lie to me and like argue through it. No, but he said, "Oh, that's what you get for looking through my phone." That's already like a childish answer. Yeah. I felt disrespected in various ways because of that, because of the whole cheating. You know, blaming me for an activity that I never had. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I, it was very offensive for me, and, you know. Like I, they, I, I kept, I kept forgiving this person chance after chance, and it took me until the fourth time in in the matter of eight months to finally be like, you know what, this is done. Um, and they're just blocking them everywhere, and then like I never really heard from this person ever again. Right. Oh yeah. my goodness. So, you know, I, 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 I try to communicate. You know, ask very questions. I try, I try to, yeah. you know, ask, talk to this, talk to this person's friends, to my friends, you know people that are close to him and nothing and it was like there was always like some kind of shield being blocked that he was trying to he was basically putting up a facade i don't know for who or for what right but i saw right through it i saw right through i knew from the get like you know i sometimes you know you're giving all the signs that you need and Mm -hmm. you want to give people the benefit of the doubt and i felt like that that experience and situation opened my eyes a lot like i felt like i became a new person after that yeah I mean, you definitely yeah. gain um, more self-value because a lot of the mm-hmm. times we try to stick around in situations, especially if they're mm-hmm. long-term relationships, like years invested. Mm-hmm. The first thing people say is, well, they don't feel like starting over. I got so much time invested into wow. this relationship. I already know how wow. this person is. I might as well just stick, in, stick through it because... It's just like starting Negative. over with somebody else. Exactly. And so when Negative. you do finally pull yourself away from that situation, you start to regain your value, the value that you've had, yeah. but that has diminished because of you being constantly brought down by this person's energy. So right. you, you always have to go with your gut instincts. And if it said go through that phone, child i'm you just gotta saying go that phone. and you know what though sometimes too if you have the gut instinct that's telling you to go through that phone you just need to get out of that situation. it's time to go Period. it's time to yeah. go exactly yeah. exactly and yeah. i will you know yeah. i have various reasons yeah, because... to look for, for a look through it so it's not like yeah. i did it for no okay. reason i'm like yeah, i understand if you do it for no reason and i feel like you're right. just looking for something that's not there Mm-mm. right no, but my I have, always like, three solid reasons that... my <laughs> grandma three. says if you go looking for something you will always find it. You know what, though? Can we wait a minute, though? Wait a minute, though, because we can't give grandma too much credit. We're going to just say this, though. <laughs> we give our grandparents so much credit for all of the stuff that they're trying to teach us, but yet they did not make those choices themselves. They stayed in these abusive relationships with the yes, fathers and the husbands yes, because yes, they didn't want yes. to start over. So, I mean, I get it. No, and I they always stayed because they didn't know how to communicate. Damn it, I wish I had to show back then, too. Um, I would say, yeah. honestly, I, I think for for the older generation, it's not that they didn't know how to communicate. I don't think they even know what to do. Like, remember, like, we can look back on it now and, and like, pick apart, mm-hmm. like, okay, with all the knowledge that we have now. But mm-hmm. if we go back 50 years, let's just be honest, there's time was a lot different. Like, yeah, it wasn't all the opportunities and the, the, the Oh, it's breathing into the phone like that. Who is that? It ain't me. It ain't me, I promise. Tasha, is that you? 
No. Kyle, was that you? Kyle was talking, though. No, no, that's not me. It's the ghost, it's the ghost of truth serum the, present. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. It's only us up here. There's no other people that's lo- that's that's live on here with us. So, I'll, okay, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Just... Anyway, <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's just. I mean, right now, promise we could pick apart everything because we got prior knowledge and we got history of the past, but. Mm-hmm. Even now, let's just say, like, even in our times, our kids, the kids' kids will look back and, like, kind of look at us like we did Something it wrong, too. Something we could have done differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah, for sure. I do, too. Okay, Ty. I guess. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you got a point. So let me just go ahead and <laughs> You got a point. I didn't look at it like that. You got a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's 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 the case. Okay, Tasha, what about your experience? I've been on one. Okay, so the experience I had with someone that I dated for eight eight years off and on. Well, I say that I dated them, but they say that we didn't date. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's where the communication came in. That's where the communication came in. That we were able to talk about everything and everything was good and going smoothly. But when I wanted to progress to another level, um, they were like, no, that's not what I want. And they stayed on, no, that's not what I want. But they were willing to do everything in accordance to what we would consider or women would consider a relationship without actually calling it a relationship. He never lied. He never, he never lied. He never told me anything different. His story never changed. His actions never changed. So I had to look in myself like, am I listening to what he has to say? Did I hear exactly? Because in the end, I wanted something that he didn't want, but what we had was good. Right. So I had to determine, do I want to let go of what Mm -hmm. we currently have? to pursue mm-hmm. something that's better or do I want to stay? And I wasn't mm-hmm. getting hurt. There was no, no hurt there. It's just that the hurt was coming from myself because I wanted to be in a committed relationship and he didn't. He mm-hmm. just wanted to just enjoy life. He wanted to be free. And though he never went and was with anyone else that I know of, he still just didn't want that title. He didn't want that title. He didn't want to be tied down. He had already been in a marriage that was bad and several relationships that was bad. And what we had was great, but he didn't Mm -hmm. want me to say, you're my boyfriend or you're my husband or you're my fiance. He he was okay with us saying that we were friends. Mm -hmm. Yet he was changing the oil and taking the car to be repaired and cooking breakfast and dinner and made sure that I had lunch and was at work on time and giving me money and, Stuff that you but want in a relationship. He just I need friends like that. Right. Uh, right. So what I chose to do is, okay, so I had to talk to him and we had to I, I'm like, okay, I hear you. You don't want to be in a committed relationship, but this is what I want. And because you can't give me what I want, I need to remove sex. Because mm. sex is 
really important. It's a part of my heart. Yeah, it's a part of my heart. It makes me more emotional. So I had to remove sex, and I asked if I remove sex, can I keep everything else? And he was like, yeah. So he's he's one of the best friends I've ever had my whole life. We just don't have sex anymore. Right, yeah. Wow, okay. Mm. Okay, well, I think sex complicates stuff. Like, sex will cloud your judgment. It will cloud your emotions. It will cloud that third eye. It's almost like that third eye got glaucoma or something. Um, It's just gone, friends. Like, for real. Like, so I... I'm not going to even call this a situation because it's not, it doesn't, I'm not going to give it that much power, but, um, I was in a ship and, um, the person, the person clearly did not want a relationship. And I felt like I would be okay with that. But then, you know, when you start being intimate and y'all looking each other in the eyes and get kissing mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, that's the no-nos. You know, feelings really start to get involved and it really starts to cloud your judgment. And later on, you figure out, oh, shit, they said they didn't want a relationship. But now you done caught feelings. Right. So. Right. You know, and then you try to remove sex from the situation, but because it's just you're good, he's good, y'all both good, and this entanglement, it's like you kind of like two magnets. You you find your way back together, and it's like okay, I guess I'm gonna go over there and get confused some more, but you know, at least I'm gonna leave with a smile on my face. It's just, uh, you know. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh-huh. So it's like at some point in life you have to realize that when someone says they don't want a relationship, they don't want a relationship and it's not your job. Like how Ty said earlier, it's not your job to figure out why or figure out, you know, what you can do to fix them or or make up their mind for them. If they say they don't want a relationship, then that's just what it is. And leave them where they're at. So I am I'm going to walk down that path. Um I'll probably what's today? Wednesday? I'll probably try today. I'll start today. Yeah, I'll start today and um we'll see how far I get. But yeah, you know, um it's it's like they can say one thing with the verbal communication, but then the emotions and the um, physical will say something completely different. So you just got to know when to, to fold your cards, in all honesty. And exactly. that's some transparency for you yep. So I don't know what other radio station yep. you guys are listening to where you got folks up here just pouring it all out for you. But this is the He Said What Radio Network. You guys are on the Truth Serum with myself, Simply Bree, and oh wait, I gotta do it. Hold on, and who? <laughs> really, really? That shit was long. Awesome. <laughs> that was so and, long. That yeah. was so long. <laughs> <laughs> and-
And our two guests, we're going to go ahead and let them tell you um, where you guys can find them before they bow out gracefully. So we'll start with Ty. <laughs> Ty, let the people know how can they find you on social media. You can go to my Facebook page, and that is a direct avenue to all my social media page. It's Ty, T-Y, um, Pratt, P-R-A-T-T, on Facebook, and it goes right to all my LinkedIn, my Instagram, my uh, webpage. Uh, you have all my contacts for my emails and my phone numbers, so you can reach out. If you want to book with me, uh, just real quick for a disclosure, mm-hmm. I am a relationship specialist, so... Um, what we talk about, I I talk about every single day in my own practice. So, mm. Ty said, "Listen, don't be awesome. sleeping on me. I do this for a living. You better let them know. <laughs> you better you better come through with it. Let them know. Yeah. Okay. I'm like these are facts I'm giving. These are facts <laughs> for free. <laughs> Listen. All right. And Rafi, how can they reach out to you? Uh, simply just Rafi Ray on Instagram. That is R A S I R E I. Um, I do I do have Facebook too, but I keep that more for personal reasons, like you know my family, my close friends. Even though I don't have people there that are also not close friends, but um, I will say that's definitely Instagram will be like the best way to communicate with me. Mm, okay. Well, thank you, and it was a lovely pleasure having mm-hmm. you on the show as well. Thank um, you for having us. You're welcome. So was it All right. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Wait. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I, I muted you. I'm so sorry. What were you saying, Rafi? Oh, I hope we could do this again. Like, it's always, always a good time. Yes. You know, we like to have yes. fun over here. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Hey, you know, okay. I'll be looking for you when I. Oh, he keep doing it, Rafi. You keep, you keep, That's you right. keep doing this to me. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had one final thing to say, and that was that was yes. it. I just I just hope that okay. we bump into each other when I when I plan to go to Atlanta. You better come down here. Oh, cool. Yes. Stop playing with us. Come I'm, on. I'm I'm I'm, I'm waiting for things to settle down a bit. Yeah, it's a little okay. crazy right now, but but yeah. soon, definitely. Absolutely. Listen, we're gonna get you down okay. here. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. So. Tasha, tonight's discussion, matter of yes. fact, wait, mm, mm, before we even wrap it up, mm, mm, we need to go yes. ahead and, first of all, let's give a oh round of applause God. for our guest mm. from tonight. Yay. Yes, you guys are amazing. Thank yes. you so very much for being on the yes. show. I learned so much. I learned so much. Yes, listen, they say dropping gems on this show. I love it. Um, okay. Tasha, don't we got a special announcement? We do. We have yeah. a winner. We have a winner. We we have a winner. So I'll go ahead and do the drum roll, and then I will go ahead and announce who the lucky winner of the follow, tag, and comment contest is. So, drum roll, please. The winner. From Instagram is the one and only I'm enjoyable underscore. So congratulations. congratulations. You have won $20 that will be sent to you through Cash App. So that's real money. Okay, honey. Right. Real that's money. money girl. That's gas yeah. money. 
Girl, Thank listen, you. treat yourself. Get your nails filled or something. I don't know what it costs over there, but mm. yes. Yeah, so thank you so much for participating um, in our weekly contest. And you guys, make sure you go to the website, um, www.simplybreed.com. Check out all of our other contests and get you some money. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Come on now. So, Tasha, right. tonight's show. Yes. How do you feel? Yes. I learned a lot, honestly, like no, no jokes, no filters, listening, uh, that listening thing hit home for me because it has helped me in a lot of ways. Listening is the strongest part of communication, period. Mm. Yeah, taking, I think for me, is removing my emotions out of things mm. is is going to be my takeaway. Like I'm really going to put more effort with what Ty says and, you know, try to show and exhibit a little less emotion and just really understand what's going on. And it doesn't even call for my emotions. Is it worth it? Mm. Like, is it right. really worth it? So, um, you guys, that, that concludes tonight's show. Please, Make mm-hmm. sure that you tune in next week where we will be talking about catch this one differences between generational gaps. And that's gonna be yes. with our two guests, Nicola Mitchell and the main event. So until then, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore simplybree underscore and Tasha. Um, I am no underscore one underscore uno spelled U N O. All right. You guys have a good night. Thank you for tuning in to another mm-hmm. He Said What Radio Network production. Visit www.simplybree.com to download episodes, subscribe, and find out how you can win cash money just by listening to the shows. Check us out live every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern for the He Said What show, where there will be a new guest with different questions. And blast the truth serum on Wednesdays from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern to see what type of unorchestrated chaos our hosts Simply Bree and Tasha might cause. He Said What Radio Network, home of raw and unfiltered answers.